ready to run. Senate Flemington and they're racing in the All-Star Mile. And a beautiful line as well. Mystic Journey towards the outside is scrubbing clear room. For the grandstand finish. Mystic Journey over the top takes the lead. She is what dreams are made of. Mystic Journey's won the All-Star Mile and exit a corner. G'day guys, Fergo here. Welcome back to the Fergo's Tips and Sleeps podcast for 2021, what do you call it, winter? It is winter, you're probably thinking, while I return for a racing podcast now, the thing is, this is the last episode of Fergo's Tips and Slips. Hold back the tears, not all news is bad, but this will be the last time you see the Sportsbet-esque logo around, probably. I am rebranding this whole podcast and expanding it to all different platforms, which I'll be talking about in just a second. But um, the time off has been pretty peaceful. Not too much going on in the racing world, it's been about oh, six months since I've been on here, so a bit slack, but I've moved house, had a bit of stuff going on so glad to be back hopefully we can tip a few in this today won't be going too hard into the tips this is just me to come on and say get keen next week you'll be seeing a new Fergo so we'll talk about the new new Fergo I just mentioned basically next week I'll be back under a new name and with a co-host a permanent co-host who will be with me in person next time recording so that might give it away a bit on who it might be I'll leave that as a surprise Big surprise, I know you probably all won't be sleeping during the week. But um, I thought I'd talk a bit about what that's going to be like. Then I'll get into a few tips at the Valley this week, plus one somewhere else. And we'll end it, then we'll see you next week. This won't be a very long episode. This is, just, as I said, me coming on to inform what's going on. And we'll get into it from now. So I do have a new podcast started next week. I'll also be rebranding my Instagram, Facebook. I'll be making a Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Obviously, Spotify will be rebranded, so all that will be rebranded. That will be seen next week, obviously. I'm not going to spoil it. Um, we'll talk about that heavily in next week's podcast, about the inspiration behind each thing, what our plans are, and you'll yeah, get into the tips next week as well. won't just be blabbering on forever. But I thought I'd give a bit of an insight into the agenda for a new podcast, you know what to look forward to. So basically... It's not set in stone, but it's what we're looking at. So we'll have a recap. I'm using the word we as it is a co-host, as I mentioned. We'll have a ride of the week segment. We'll have a forgive segment. So one horse to forgive from the previous Saturday. A sack segment. So one horse to sack from the previous Saturday. We'll have a trial files, which will most likely be a guest coming on to talk about a trial each week, a trial or two. General tips. So it'll be tips, obviously, wherever we choose to tip. Uh, we'll have $10 to a 1000 challenge, so we'll be starting at $10 and riding the bet all the way to get to $1,000. Hopefully that gets to $1,000, that would be quite exciting. We'll have a sport multi, there'll be two legs per co-host to combine for a little bit of a multi. And also a greyhound tip from me. I have one for later on in this episode too, so stay tuned for a bit of a doggy delight, as you could call it. Um, about the guests, we'll be looking to have some guests on the show 100%. We're just going to record a few episodes by ourselves first, get into the rhythm, and we'll have people on to talk about races, their lives, our lives, and all things in between. Uh, so without further ado, I've gone through the first five races at Mooney Valley. And the feature at Morfittville as well, as long as the dog tip, as I mentioned. So first five races at the Valley, Mooney Valley Racing's back, which is, uh, you could call it exciting, because say uh, you don't like Mooney Valley. Rail's out three metres the entire circuit. Currently the track's a soft six, partly cloudy forecast, bit of rain until then, so I'd probably say it stays in the soft range, won't be getting any heavier, I don't believe, pending an unexpected cyclone. So we're into race one. It's a two-year-old Colts and Geldings handicap over 1,000 metres. 1,000 metres at Mooney Valley. Look, you want to be up near the pace. 
I reckon, unless they're going helter-skelter and you get a perfect run around them or down the inside. Mask Crusader, William Pike last year, that in a group one at the Valley. I think that was 1,200 metres. That was a perfection midfield ride at the Valley. But race one, number one, we have Jigsaw, the eighty-five favourite. Number two, Lloyd's Crown, 14. Frosting, number three, seven. Direct, number four. At sixes, other horses in the market uh, include Montana Flash at 14s. The debut from the Johnny Saddle Yard, Wonder Legend at 20s, number 11. But I look, I look at the speed map and I go, Jigsaw, $1.85. But don't get me wrong, he's a deserved favourite, but $1.85, when I see direct, number four, at $6, who I think will be leading pretty comfortably, has good form. When we're $6 compared to $1.85 at current speech, I think I'd like to side a direct here. He was beaten two lengths at the Valley on debut. He settled second in that race. He took the lead about 200 metres out, so just after the turn. And he was run down late by Paul, Paul Lee, a good dolphin horse, who I think is a decent galloper. So there's no knocks losing to a promising horse like that. From that race, I was 10 in that field. There's been five subsequent winners. Now, that race was run on the 28th of November last year. So, you know, it's been, what, seven months, eight months? But in a Metro race, with half a field coming out and winning as two-year-olds since then, I think that's a very good form line. He went from that race at a value to a uh, Group 2 Silver Slipper Stakes at Rose Hill, where he was beaten 1.5 lengths by uh, Home Affairs and Rocket Tiger to another two decent juveniles. Look, he drew Barry 9 there, did work to go forward, eventually got the lead. Um, he kicked on. He, ha he was headed at the 200 metre mark and kept going, so he's a tough horse, which is always you want to see. Just noted in that Silver Slipper Stakes, the, the likes of... King of Sparta, Tiger of Malay, who also ran in group races after that too. So we've beaten those home. So I mentioned the first two debut races are good form lines. He's beaten three and a half lengths second last in his start after that. The Todman stakes a group two by Animo and Profiteer. So they are two super colts he's been beaten by, albeit by a bit of a margin. But those three races are bloody good form lines. And uh, Jigsaw, very good first up. I was with him and demolished him. Ran quicker time than absolute flirt in a um, open age race later in that program. Look, no knocks. But, Direct's carrying four and a half kilos less. We'll be in front coming for home. It's a case of how forward has Lloyd Kennywell got him, and can he hold off the run of Jigsaw, who I assume will be maybe. Ideally, I don't want to get leaders back, but he could end up two back the road, which can be a bit awkward at the valley. If you're travelling the back of a horse, which is going nowhere, you haven't got much time to get out. So, yep, I'll have direct on top of Jigsaw. I think number seven, Montana Flash, come third. He's, she's running decent races. Sorry, he has run decent, decent races. Well, he hops on. The map's okay. You can get, what, $14.350. You know, wasn't, wasn't far off Home Affairs. Fresh last preparation. Decent form. And for fourth, I had Frosting number... She's mind me here. Frosting. Completely lost it. Number three, that's the one for Damian Lane and the Snowdens. Um, look. He was good. Four starts. Missed the placing once on debut. He goes back, which could be a bit interesting. But he ran behind Infar. Ingratiating. That's good form as well. It's a decent race, I reckon, this. But outside of direct number four. Race two is the equivalent race, but for the Phillies. So a two-year-old Phillies handicap over the 1,000 metres. And look, this is a tough race. But I was happy to play in this race. Bearing just because of the price. Number three, Tycoon Hummer. You can get 6 and $2.40 at the moment. I think that's a great place price. 
She's two from Tour de Career, both over the thousand. She beat Frosting Hard as mentioned in race one on debut, and she was hampered at the turn there. She then won at Flemington in the listed race where she started favourite. Um, she went back and she chased hard to just get there on the line, but you know, wins a win no matter how far it is, the margin. Barrier 12, Jamie Mott has no option but to go back. The problem is, well, the only real problem I see is how far back does she get? Like, looks to be a lot of speed in this race. Sweet Mary, Widhard, Decent Rain, Sliders, Taylor's Moment, Who Shot Susie, La Rock, Frost Flowers, Mirror Mirror, all want to ride the pace. So, look, I think there should be a decent enough speed on it. If you can get in the running line, I think Taiku Homer can loop the field and easily win this, to be honest, on form. I'm playing around back markers in this race, and Duchy of, Duchy of Savoy is another one. Uh, number 14 needs one scratching to make the field, but there's a few horses drawn wide who are who are big price in the market who could easily scratch, I think. Um, good day, Burke Caulfield from ages back. Was only beaten one and a half lengths by Dosh there, who's a group class horse in my opinion. Um, was only beaten half length by Frost Fowers, who's also in this race. Beaten home. Frost Fowers, SP's favourite at the moment. Um... Well, Dutch Savoy, definite chance. Depends on the ride again. Barrier threes. Will, will, will Williams be able to get a run? It's a bit of a tongue twister, hopefully. For her backers. Zappertown with a back marker. It was super on debut at Geelong. I thought um, he was big last start through. I had no cover, only beaten half a length. Needs an Ollie special from Barrier 10. Same as we need a Mott special on Tycoon Hummer. And I have included one on pace horse if I've got my speed map completely wrong. The Rock is the best speed uh, horse on paper, in my opinion. Also out of the John McArdle stable, same as Tycoon Hummer out on topper. John Barrier 13, so I think you can rest assured that will be going forward. Um, good win at Flinton over 1,200 metres, so hopefully this isn't too short for her in the last preparation, which was Osmond favourite. So, yeah, no knock on either of all those four horses. It's an open race, but I'm happy to play Tycoon Hummer each way in the second uh, race three is a handicap over the mile, and look, I'm sitting out of this race. Um, no effort, high stranger, a basically nearly shared favourite. Some quality horses, Al Galeo, Actel, um, Starcaster resume. They're they're a good group horse. Group horse on their day. Falls also in form. Look, I couldn't play this race. Uh, speed map was so many things could happen. I was happy to sit out um, and just watch on. If I had to pick something, I think Think Red could be overs at twelves, but. Not confident enough to tip that. Race four is a twenty, sorry, two thousand meter race over the Cox Plate start, so twenty forty meters. Handicap, um, look, good race. This is a number of quality horses. Number one, Buckhurst. Number two, Doctor Drill. Number three, Mahamadeus. Number four, Salsamor. Number five, Bedford. Number six, Pancho. Number seven, La Castellet. and number eight, Nudge Bar. And I was happy to side with Dr. Drill number two here in this race, who's currently the favourite at 380, backed from $4 into 380 early. Um, look, speed map will be interesting for Jamie Carr. You've got to run down the home straight to get a position at the Valley for this start. Um, I think, hopefully, Carr settles around outside the leader, who I assume will be nudge bar. There's not too much speed on, so outside the leader, get some... Cheap splits alongside the leader. I think it's a better horse than Nudge Bar Simply. It should be able to run past him and hold off any, everyone else, hopefully. Um, look, Dr. Jules run a super race at the Valley. Over the 1,200 metres, which was fir which was not fir first up. That's irrelevant. I don't know what I'm going with that. So in March 2020, he ran over the 1,200 metres at the Valley in a listed race. He's only beaten two, two and a quarter lengths. So he's proved at the Valley. That's no issue. Last start, he was held up, up from the turn to the 200 metres at Flemington, which is a good 300 metre run that. 
he eventually picked uh, picked off, well, picked runs, and then was only beaten half a length, beaten by Furion, who was finally going to win. On that note, Dr. Draws won for 62 weeks, so a bit of a non-winner, you could say, but I think he's a classy horse, and this is his chance to get back in the winner's enclosure. Drops a kilo. Car needs to get him out the leader into a rhythm, and I think he can win this. I had second Pancho, number six. He took the lead at the bend in the same race as Dr. Drill last night. He was left exposed, which is always not easy to do, leading the whole length of the straight at Flemington. He was met head of the 200 metres, but four on only to be beaten one and a half lengths. Maps are sitting in the running line, one out, one back, or two back, which is good. Um, he beat uh, beaten two lengths by no effort over 2,000 metres last start, whose fave in the previous race I just mentioned on not betting him. Carries five kilos less than Dr. Drill. Has to be a chance of Willow aboard. Uh, Bedford number five was my third pick. Uh, he'll go back. He put up with a bleed last start when he SP'd favourite in that no effort race I just commented about with Pancho. Um, can, can he sustain a run from the back over 20-40? We'll see. Also carries five kilos less than Dr. Drill. And Buckhurst is the interesting runner. Maybe the most interesting runner of the day. He's beaten Sir Dragon A back home in Ireland. And he had no excuses in the Caulfield Cup, but he ran all right. He flopped on the wet at, uh, afterwards in the Cox Plate. Look, 61.5 kilos, Mooney Valley, 20.40 first start. Have to respect the class. And late money comes, I wouldn't be passing by without saving on him. As my mate Sam Sayers just said, he's a big chance. It's, it's hard to tip in at $4, but he's a class his horse in this race, you could argue. But first up, 61.5 2,440 metres. Who knows? I'm not prepared to leave Mandel the top four. Put it that way. Race five. The final race we're looking at at Mooney Valley is over the 15, 14 metres. So, 1,540 metres weird distance. Number one, odds on favourite. I'm Thunderstruck. Number two, Silence Express. Number three, Rafflin. Number four, Great Diviner. And number five, Tool Levu. And Alton mentioned number eight, Demando. Those are the horses I think are a chance here. I'm going to go get odds on favourite again. Tullavu number five for me at $4. Look, uh, he was beaten easily, I guess you could say, by Arm Thunderstruck first up. He was a through course. He won his first two races easily leading. Um, he settled third first up and was brave behind Arm Thunderstruck, Thunderstruck, to be honest. I thought he had every right to, you know, get run past by more horses, but he didn't. He gets a three kilo weight swing off that run, which helps. Um... I think it's an easy lead here, and it also has a tactical advantage over Arm Thunderstruck, which is the exact same as Direct and Jigsaw in the first. Look, I'm happy with the side of him. I think the price differential is too big. I, I marked two of her about 320, 340, and Arm Thunderstruck 220, Um Arm Thunderstruck was massive last start, obviously. He absolutely pissed in at uh, Flemington. But he's drawn Sticky Gap Barrier 9. What does Card do? She goes back, you'd imagine, but how far back does she go and how wide does she sit? Um, it's a very good horse, I'm fun to strike, group horse in the making, but I just don't want to take him at $1.95 at Mooney Valley, barrier nine, 60 kilos, giving Tullavu three kilos. Look, I'm happy to be with Tullavu. At number three, Raffin of the price, $31 and $6, more of a place chance to come third. Um... He maps to box on, on the pace, which he likes to do. He can stick on. He had very good two-year-old form. Slight distance in the... Sorry, the slight distance drops in his favour. Gets a three-kilo claim for Madison Lloyd. Look, I think he's over the odds at $31. And for fourth, I had Demando, who was good last start at uh, Sandown after defying the pattern that uh, Caulfield run on good. 
Poy will go forward. Don't think he'll lead, but I think he has a chance at twelve dollars of will price as one and a half kilo claim. That wraps up all the Mooney Valley races. There's one more race I want to talk about, which is the only other group race in the country come Saturday, and that's at Morfittville Race 8, the Lightning Stakes. The Tab Lightning Stakes, that will be. It's a few good horses in this, to be honest. But the favourite right now, Bo Rosso at $3.20, who actually won a Group 2 at this track uh, last preparation and then flopped in the Group 1 Goodwood. Um, look. There's a lot of different, well, there's not a lot, a lot of different sides to this race. I think, how else do we have a chance? we got number one, Bo Rossa. Number two, Valaquenta. I thought Maha, number five, was a chance. Estela Rocca, number six. And my on-top selection, which will be number eight, Dirty Thoughts, I thought was also a chance. Look, in this race, uh, I think Morfittville will definitely be a... Um, wet track again, as it was abandoned last week because it was too wet. And Dirty Forts has the wet form on the board. Beaten on her merits, one and a half lengths first up down the straight to Space Boy, the second horse who... Sorry. Space Boy is second horse. She didn't win. Space Boy came second. She came third. So Space Boy is the current favourite at a race at Randwick this weekend. She's a consistent horse. Um, look, I think there's a pace on, as I mentioned. I think She'll go back. You can get each way six and about two forty at the moment. If they can make ground at Morfittville, I think she can make enough ground to win. I have a slight query over if you can make ground, but second up she's underfeed, heavy's underfeed, so they all add up. Bo Ross, the second pick, who will go forward in that hot pace I just mentioned, will probably lead him, but mm, actually no. He, he's led fields before, not much pace, but there's a lot of speed horses in this. We've got Maha, SLR, Rocker likes to lead. Peggy Selene can lead, like, a lot of speed on, so I think might set leaders back. Um, he's a fast horse. Respect to Cl uh, Clark and Panel horse, first up. He'll be fresh, he'll be ready to go. Valaquent is an interesting horse, sent over by Godolphin. Jess Eaton hops on. Um, look, she needs some luck from the draw barrier one, because he'll go back. So, opposite of Buddy, Dirty Force. I think Dirty Force will be swinging wide and charging down the middle. I think Valaquent will have to weave passes through the inside, so if that gets luck, it's a chance at sevens. And in for fourth, I had Maha, who also will be on the speed. Barry 11's a bit of a knock, but it was way too quick at Gawler. Comes up in class significantly, but I think it's a promising horse. 5.50, I think it's unders, but I can't leave it out. And as I mentioned before, Esther Lyle Rock is also a chance in my eyes. The final tip for the weekend, a dog tip on Friday night at Manjo. Race 5, number 6, Gangman Manelli. Um, he's a quick beginner who likes the wide box. His best first sectional at Manjo is a 6 seconds 58. Box 7 is a 6... 6 seconds and 68 seconds, and box 8 is a 6, 8, 64 seconds. So he's got the quickest first split out of the three wide boxes, so he shouldn't be getting crashed on from the outside. Chip out across the field and sit outside number 3 and be too strong late, in my opinion. Prices aren't out yet, but if I had to guess, I'd say probably open second fave for number 3, Steampunk Wolf. That wraps up the quick tips and, uh, well, I guess, announcement podcast. Thanks for listening. Get excited for the next week, because that will launch a big, big step in the right direction for the... Well, I can't say their name, but we'll just call myself Fergo's Tips and Slips for the last time ever. Thanks for listening. I hope I see you all next week for a big launch or something new. Cheers, guys.